Welcome to the Story Monster Podcast. Welcome to the Story Monster Podcast. I am your host, The Cinematic Witness. Today we have a very special episode as I will be giving you all the sinister cinema you need for the month of October. I'll be covering all the major streaming platforms, but don't worry, I got a little something for everybody. So tune in and take notes. This podcast is available on all platforms from Apple to Spotify and everything in between. If you don't mind, please listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share your thoughts on how I can improve this production. And if you can provide a little listener support with a little pocket change or coin stuck in the couch. So October is going to be packed. I mean, the industry been putting off movies for the last three, four years and now the theaters are finally open, they dumping every motherfucking thing in there. TV shows, too. Um, just past Friday, October 1st, at the time of this recording, Blumfest already happened. It's an annual event for fans. It's virtual for the second year in a row. It is a celebration of Halloween. All Hallows Eve to those informed. This year's event covered conversations with filmmakers and actors from upcoming projects. I'll be doing a separate podcast covering the event, as I have not watched it yet. Your boy got a life, you know what I'm saying? So give me a break, but I will cover the entire thing. It's about an hour, 30 minutes. Some of the movies already came out. Some of them haven't, but I'll be talking about all of it. So we're going to start off with a platform everybody knows. Netflix. I'm pretty sure you know somebody. You got somebody's Netflix password. You ain't paying for that shit. And that's cool. I'm not here to judge. You lie! But most of the movies on this list was compiled from the website whatsoornetflix.com. So, you know, your boy got a cited sources because I'm not making this shit up. I'm not a news pundit. I'm just a guy that like movies and TV shows giving his opinion. So the first thing coming out that caught my eye was Are You Afraid of the Dark, Season 1. It's a Nickelodeon Halloween series. I recall seeing this as a kid, but I, I can't remember a single, a single episode. Like, it wasn't that memorable. But I'm going to check it out regardless. You know what I'm saying? See if anything rings a bell. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's PG-13, probably PG. It is Nickelodeon after all. But I love a good anthology series. You know what I'm saying? Another movie coming to Netflix in October is Ghost 1990. I wasn't even born yet. Oscar winning romance fantasy about a young man's spirit that stays behind after being murdered. Listen, back in the day, I had this on VHS on repeat. And I was young. I didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. But I did understand the love story. You know what I'm saying? So it was just cool. It was like 
dark spirits and, you know, all types of crazy shit going on. Shadow people, whatever you want to call it. I love seeing Whoopi Goldberg on screen. People should be ashamed of themselves for calling that woman ugly. She was bad as hell in Ghost and the Sister Act movies. The nun fetish was made cool for black people because of her. And she don't get enough credit for that. This was also the first film that introduced me to Patrick Swayze. I wish that was him so bad when I was growing up. That was one cool white boy. May he rest in peace. But yeah, Ghost. Gotta check that out on Netflix. The next one, Leon the Professional. An action drama starring Gary Oldman. Ooh. It's about a 12-year-old being abducted. Crazy shit. Head of its time. Think of it as like bacon. You know what I'm saying? But nobody can transform like my man Gary Oldman. He was a complete creep in this movie. I mean, he was constantly sweating. I don't know if he had a condition, but that, that shit was crazy. I was like, he needs some water. He needs a towel. He was sweating like one of them Baptist preachers. They'd be sweating all the time, wiping their forehead. <laughs> so the whole movie, he's after good old Padme. I mean, Natalie Portman. It's a great movie that should never, it should never be remade, period. Leave that movie alone. Live by Night, 2016. Ben Affleck stars in his crime drama about a group of gangsters from Boston who set up shop in Florida. I love Ben Affleck. He can do no wrong when it comes to movies in my eyes. Like, the man has made his stamp on film. And I would still like to see him in his own Batman solo movie. Ah. Like, like fans deserve that. You know what I'm saying? Please and thank you, gods of Warner Brothers. Give us a solo Batman movie starring Ben Affleck. God did him dirty. Hopefully he's still interested. You know, he's still in great shape. Who knows? We might get Dark Knight Returns in a few years. Or maybe see a bit of him in Flashpoint. I think it's a bit too early for that movie and that story, but whatever. I'm here. I'm a Flash fan. Okay? So, there's something else coming out. It's called Oats Studio Volume 1. It is a collection of CG short film from Neil Blomkamp. I think that's the guy that made District 9. So I looked at the trailer. It looked like something from the VHS movie franchise. It's weird, Like, it's gory. It got that 80s body horror vibe. It's going to keep me pretty busy. Don't, be, don't worry. I'll be doing an in-depth review of this show. Next up is The Cave, 2005. Now, 2005, it was another movie with the same thing. I think they might have done it a little bit better. It was called The Descent. The ladies killed it. I watched both Descent movies. Enjoyed them very much. But I'm going to check this one out because it got my man Morris Chestnut, a couple other, you know, A-list celebrities in it. So I'm going to check that out. People trapped in a cave. Bloodthirsty creatures, you know, the typical shit. You ain't supposed to be down there. What you in a cave for? What you looking for down there? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many places to explore. And your ass decided to get lost in a cave underwater, no less. But anyway, moving on. 
The Devil Inside, 2012. Um, I think I saw this a long time ago when it came out before it was in theaters, but we ain't gonna talk about that, you know what I'm mean? So it's about this Italian woman. Exorcism. You know the typical shit, demon possession and talking in languages. But anyway, this chick is looking for her mom. She wanna know who she is. Turns out, you know, she killed three people. You know what I'm saying? She's dropping bodies, you know. Typical shit. Nothing you haven't seen before, but it's very creepy. And I recommend you check it out. Now, this is where things get a little bit wonky. This is where a couple of circuits go haywire. Okay. October 5th, Netflix. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Escape the Undertaker? Why? 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 It's... Listen, this was the wildest shit I saw on YouTube in the last 48 hours. Like, I didn't think it was serious. I thought it was like a promo, a toy commercial, but it's real. Escape the Undertaker. It's like a choose your own adventure type movie. I haven't watched or interacted with any type of movie like this before, so I'm going to check it out. I know it had a Black Mirror episode or season that was kind of like that. I didn't check it out yet. It was multiple endings. People kept rewatching it to see the different endings. I I ain't do that shit. But I might check this out. It it's not something to take seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's just some fun, goofy. It's thematic for the Halloween season. There's nobody more occult than the Undertaker, the Prince of Darkness. Since this man retired, he has been having the time of his life. And deservedly so. You know, I've always known that The Undertaker was funny as hell in real life, but now the whole world knows. And as a cherry on top, he is now working with the most entertaining and goofiest motherfuckers in professional wrestling. The New Day, which consists of the WWE Champion, Big E, former world champion, Kobe Kingston, and Xavier Woods. I'm going to watch this shit. I'm going to have a couple drinks and I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to let you know what I think about it. Next up, also October 5th, Dave Chappelle. The Closer. Seems like this is the last um, stand-up in his series for that big old money contract from Netflix. It says it's the sixth chapter. I love Dave Chappelle. I love his comedy. I think he's very intelligent in his delivery. And I look forward to this final chapter. We all know it ain't the final chapter. They're going to re-up, probably make another deal, or maybe he's going to go somewhere else. I know he got a podcast you got to pay for. I'm not paying for that shit. Maybe I'll catch some clips on YouTube. But yeah, the man's funny. You know what I'm saying? He may go down in history as the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. That is a quote from Brett, the hitman heart for my wrestling fans out there. I'm looking forward to see what Dave Chappelle has to say about the current events and goings ons in society. Moving along, another Netflix exclusive. October 6th, there's someone inside your house. Another thriller 
from producer Sean Levy. Group of kids, you know, getting hunted down by a serial killer. Another slasher. Slashers seem to be oversaturating the streaming services as of late. I've noticed that on all the streaming platforms, everybody got like 50 billion fucking slasher movies. And all of them got the same cover. It's a weird mask. It's the guy holding the knife. Or it's a full body shot. You see the whole costume. Or it's like a motherfucker with a mask. With a finger over the lips of the mask saying, shh. And I'm like, really? Like, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from the genre. But dudes with big ass knives and masks killing Young people who just trying to get laid. It's getting kind of played out. Like, then you got the guy hacking technology and I don't know, man. I just feel like it's a throwback to the 90s. It gave me like, I know what you did last summer vibes when I looked at the trailer. I will say that there's one unique thing. There's a cool concept about there's someone inside your house that they really highlighted in the trailer. And that's the fact that the dude is wearing a replica mask of the people he kills. You're not cutting their faces off on no Texas chainsaw type shit, but I think that's pretty cool. It's also personal. So clearly this is somebody who's done some shit or he knows they did some shit. Probably somebody that got picked on. Who knows? That's usually how they play out. It's the outsider who's like killing motherfuckers or the girl that was made fun of at a party, you know, a la Carrie. Still one of the best horror movies, you know what I'm saying? Especially Carrie the Rage. All right, so October 7th, Sexy Beast Season 2, another Netflix series. It says it's a cringe reality series. I can attest to that. A few episodes. From the first season, like, I know it's hard dating, especially right now, but come on, yo, like, people out here dressing up like fairies, ugly ass animals that look like crackhead rejects from Sesame Street. <gasps> like, some of them look downright terrifying, like, more terrifying than the robots at Chuck E. Cheese. I've seen a few episodes from season one. It is funny. I ain't going to take that away. It's funny. It's something you can just put on while you're doing your laundry, folding your clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like soaking your feet even. You just turn your brain off, smoke something, have a drink, and just watch this goofy shit. It's it's kind of like a, you can even turn this shit on at a party. Ain't nobody really paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of them type of shows. Something you don't take seriously. Now this next movie. Insidious Chapter 2, the sequel from James Wan. This was one of the creepiest, jump scare induced <laughs> movies. Like, I remember, like, it had the most unique demons and set design. Like, it's very minimalistic and, and like, the colors were very vibrant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still one of the best horror movies to this day. I look forward to watching it and revisiting the franchise 
they should have stopped with this one. I wasn't a big fan of three. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. The almighty dollar prevails at the end of the day. Now, I just was made light of this anime. It's a spinoff to um, a movie with Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, uh, Bright. A lot of people didn't like the movie. I thought it was okay. You know, clearly there were some racial stereotypes, but that was the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you got the fantasy races, the orcs and fairies and all of that, elves and shit. Some people get treated better. Some people have more resources. It's a reflection of humanity. People read way too much into it. And probably because, you know, a hit dog will holler. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it touched on some real shit out here. But they got an anime spinoff. This set like earlier in the past. And I don't know if I'm going to check it out. I'd rather just see Bright 2. I heard that's been greenlit. That it's already done, perhaps. Who knows? A lot of shit getting shot behind the scenes. On um, sound stages. So it could already be out. But I don't know. I might check it out if I'm bored. That comes out October 12th. Um, also, there's a series that I heard of, but I haven't seen yet. The movies that made us season three. Um, to look at favorite movies. Um, this season in particular is covering um, Ridley Scott's Aliens. One of my all-time favorites, RoboCop. I play with RoboCop all the time on Mortal Kombat 11. I wish they put um, Terminator or RoboCop versus Terminator on the Nintendo Online service so I can play that shit. I never beat that game. It was hard as fuck. It's probably still hard as fuck, but at least I'm an adult and my critical thinking skills are a little bit better. So just maybe I'll be able to beat it this time. They cover the original Halloween, aka The Shape, coming to America and more. If you want me to review it, comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and let me know what you want me to review in this list, because I'm not watching all this shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay, I'm just sharing all this shit with y'all. Y'all can decide what you want to do with it, if you want to watch it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to share it with people, cool, by all means. Now, the show we've all been waiting for. One of my most anticipated series from Netflix this October. You, Season 3. If you have not heard of you, I think you've been living under a rock. Or maybe you just have a whole bunch of responsibilities. It ain't none of my business. But you is really good. I think it's one of those soap opera types that I would probably watch with my mom. You know what I'm saying? But yes, you season three. It's about a creepy serial killer named Joe. Who has a kid, his firstborn, and now he has to kind of struggle or choose between his serial killer lifestyle and or being a father. I don't know much more about it other than that. The trailer was a little bit all over the place. But I want to know how this story concludes. I want to know what's going on in this season. Hopefully it's good. If it's not, 
I mean, it won't get renewed because Netflix don't play. If your ass don't come out swinging in two seasons, they're going to cut your ass off. It made it to three. So obviously it's good. Let's hope it makes it to a fourth season. All right. That's you season three. Coming out October 15th on Netflix. Another Netflix movie. Night Teeth. Clearly, this is a vampire flick. Um, it came out of no fucking where. Starring Mega Fox and some other chick. So, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Based on the trailer. I know it's not going to be... It's not going to be Shakespeare, but I hope it at least has a message that it tells a story of some sort. That's not just two hot white girls, vampires that are like thousands of years old, just feasting on motherfuckers while dragging this racially ambiguous man around in in the car with them. And I don't know if he's going to try to stop them or join them like. I don't know, but I just want to see some carnage. I want to see some murder, some violence. I want to see the creatures of the night feed on the blood of the humans. So that's why I'm watching. Um, It's about some college student who picks up some girls who are heading on to the clubs and shit. And then I guess he found out they vampires and they start fucking shit up. And they will never let him escape knowing their secret. Um, I'm getting like mad CW vibes. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of Vampire and Brooklyn thrown in there. So I'm going to check out 19. That comes out on um, October 20th on Netflix. Now, the second most anticipated show series Netflix original. Lock and Key. Season 2. Long overdue, mind you. Excuse me. My throat is getting dry. I shall lubricate it. Mm. <sighs> Refreshing. Lock and Key, Season 2. The story continues with more keys and more problems based on the comic series by Joe Hill. Now, in case you didn't know, Joe Hill is a horror writer and he is the son of Stephen King. He wrote this book called The Heart-Shaped Box. Um, I read it a few years ago. Very good book. Guy's a great writer. Knows his stuff. You should check out um, Lock and Key. Fucking Infinity Stone. Y'all need to get one of these keys. In this show. Um, I instantly fell in love with it. My girlfriend and I binged it all the way through in like a week. It's got everything. Ghosts, magic, sci-fi elements, and hostile beings from another dimension. Last but not least, coming October 27th, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Part Dose. Now, I watched this movie earlier this morning um, at like 6 o'clock in the morning. It's a Polish horror movie. I was impressed. I ain't gonna front. 
it, it comes off as your typical Cabin in the Woods movie, but it's, it's a little bit more nuanced to it. I think you should check it out. Um, it's very, I mean, it's low budget, but, um, you know, it has some charm to it. I'll be posting my review tomorrow on thestorymonster.com, your source for movie reviews, books, and banter. There are tales to be told, and I will bear witness. Will you bear witness? Will you check out these movies and TV shows coming to Netflix in October? Or after? I know it's a lot of shit, but um, I'm going to be pretty busy in October. You know what I'm saying? Like, from drawing to reviews to stories written and recorded by me and others. So I'm going to take a break and we will return after a word from our sponsor. Next up, we have Hulu. Now this list was composed courtesy of CNET. You know, I just grabbed a few things to talk about. Now, the first thing that I'm going to talk about, it's a series. It's a limited series. It comes out October 13th. Dope Sick, starring Michael Keaton. He was my first Batman, and he is one of my favorite actors. Seasoned veteran on the screen. You know, I loved him in Spider-Man. This show was about the scandal of Oxycontin and its addictive properties. Um, you know, I don't want to say more than that because I don't know much more than that. But the trailer is amazing. Get you excited. It makes you wonder how accurate the story is to the true events it's based on. I'm not well versed in that you know, drug world type shit, but it looks really good. Um, I hope they drop the whole fucking thing, but knowing Hulu, they want you to come back every other week. So it's Handmaid's Tale situation. Um, Dope Sick starring Michael Keaton. October 13th. Definitely going to check this shit out. I probably will be watching it with my significant other. Um, other movies coming to Hulu, you know, they're not new. They old. They OG horror movies. Exorcist, The Beginning, 2004. Queen of the Damned, 2002, starring Aaliyah. You know, as a black man, you know, I love seeing um, creatures of color. That's how I like to describe it. Um, there ain't enough movies with black vampires. You know, typically they're like pale European in origin, you know what I'm saying? Or they're monstrous, but, you know, there are black vampires like Blade and that's pretty much it. <laughs> so it was cool when this movie came out, you know, Aaliyah unfortunately had passed before the film was complete and um, it was still good. It wasn't great. But it was, you know, something different. You know, it didn't suck. Um, Teen Wolf, 1985, uh, starring Michael J. Fox. Um, I love Teen Wolf. It's funny as hell. 
it's self-aware you know what i'm saying like it knows exactly what the fuck it is and they don't try to be nothing more than that you know i loved him and back to the future and i really loved him in this movie i mean they went all out with the makeup they went like classic wolfman with this one and i very much enjoyed it and i think you will too all you young whippersnappers out there, watch Teen Wolf 1985. Now, speaking of Teen Wolf, I really, really enjoyed the MTV series from 2011. It took the Teen Wolf franchise in another direction. It made it more serious, more like teen romance, um, drama and made it a lot darker it was like the twilight slash harry potter version of teen wolf the young adult version of teen wolf murder um their transformations are sick the special effects makeup it's not all that like they're not complete werewolves like 1985's teen wolf but i mean the makeup is dope you know, there's progression in the transformations. Um, there are monsters, werewolves in the show, but most of them are like, you know, they got this big ass brow, um, wrinkled nose, big ass fangs, and pointed ears. But like I said, there are monsters, werewolves, and other things in the show. It was really good the first three, four seasons. After that, with most shows, it kind of loses its momentum if it's not, you know, well-written. You know, it, it probably should have stopped at season three or four. Um, Teen Wolf, the series, is great. You can binge it on Hulu. Trust me, you won't be disappointed if you like werewolves. They're my favorite. So, you know, check that series out. The next one, Wrong Turn 2, came out in 2007. Now... This is basically like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff in my eyes. You got deformed people living in the mountains or in the woods, and they're cannibals. They eat people. People who stumble upon their territory, hence the name Wrong Turn. So they don't really go after innocent folk for real, for real. But if you happen to come upon their property trying to take a shortcut, they're going to get you, boo. Wrong turn, too. Now, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That is a must-watch every Halloween. I'm not going to, you know, cause your ears to suffer by singing the song. But you know what it is. Now, this ain't the original. This is the 2016 reimagining or remake. I haven't seen that one yet. I saw the original a few years ago for the first time. And I was like, how have I not seen this? I like theater. I like song and dance. I like horror vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a mix of all that. So, Rocky Horror Picture 2016. I'll be checking that out. And leaving my review on thestorymonster.com. Now, this is for the more sophisticated bunch. 
a lot of y'all didn't even know and this is not like to take a jab or shot a lot of people didn't know that along with their amazon prime membership they also have access to a humongous library of tv shows and films really through service it's separate it's like under the umbrella of the prime membership called prime video hmm no did not know exist well i'm here to educate you i am a proud amazon prime member have been since my college days yeah that's when i discovered amazon prime actually because you know i was broke then i wasn't really ordering from them like that but i had the discount as a student you know through my school or whatever so but yeah, it's a lot of movies and shows on there. Amazon has grown exponentially since then. I mean, they're like fucking Bond villain at this point. Um, this um, list was compiled from sources such as Vulture.com and TheRap.com. Coming to Prime Video October 1st. Bingo Hell. The trailer for this movie was confusing. It looks like a group of senior citizens are playing bingo for their lives. I I don't know. There's this dude. He looks like a demon monster thing. He's making them play or they playing for money. I don't know. His grill fucked up. Look like he on meth or something. But um, yeah, the trailer didn't really... Like, it made me curious, but it didn't make me be like, oh, I got to add this to my Amazon video, my Prime Video queue, you know, my watch list. Like, I don't know. It's Amazon. I think it might be a Blumhouse. I'm not sure. But I'm going to check it out. It looks okay. It might be better than, you know, I'm going with low expectations is what I'm saying. Now, this next one, coming to Prime Video, it's an honorable mention. It's not a horror movie. It's not. It doesn't fit in with the October season whatsoever. But it's so cringe that it might as well be a horror movie. I was 16 when this movie came out. And I don't think I can watch it as an adult and take it serious. It was just a certain time period, you know what I'm saying? When it came out, that it was just the hottest shit, mostly for young girls. I didn't really care for it. This movie, Stomp the Yard. I'm gonna let that resonate for a little bit. I'm gonna let that marinate, you know what I mean? Stomp the Yard is how people handled their beef in Georgia through dance, street dancing. It was terrible. Step, step dance team competitions? Nobody fucking does that anymore. Like, it was cool how it was kind of like an alternative to violence or whatever. I don't know. It, it's cheesy. But I like cheese. I like grilled cheese. You know, 
I like jalapeno poppers. So I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a guilty pleasure. Stomp the yard. If you know, you know. Don't judge me, or I will send the creatures of the night to tear you apart. Also coming October first, Black as Night. Do not cancel me. That is the name of the fucking movie. Black as Night. I don't know what Prime Video was thinking with this one. It, I mean, it's it's a double entendre that I'm surprised was greenlit. <laughs> like, clearly nobody in the room, like, said that this may be controversial. It could be considered racially insensitive. But hey, I'm not their publicist. Anyway, it's about this black girl. She discovered homeless vampires feeding on some people or a person, and she gets snatched the fuck up and bit too. And now she wants revenge. She wants to kill the vampires. Once again, it's like low budget, kind of. Well, most Blumhouse movies are low budget. Um, but yeah, this give me um, there's a movie that came out on Netflix, I think last year. It was like um, Brooklyn versus vampires or some shit like that. That movie was trash. Um, Netflix needs to stop making vampire movies at this point. Um, and I feel like Prime may get it right. Blumhouse, their movies are hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? When they when they hit, they hit hard. And you know, the movies are pretty memorable. But when they miss. It's forgettable. Next movie also coming out October 1st is Breach. Now, I'm a huge fan of Bruce Willis. He can do no wrong either. He's just one of those cinematic gods. You know what I'm saying? Especially after the popularity of uh, Glass and, you know, making his comeback with Split. You know, like, Bruce Willis real estate has going up a little bit. You know, he was silent, showing up in some stinkers for a while, but the man got to get paid. So this one I've been hearing about, um, he's a father, and he's on the spaceship, you know, headed to this new Earth colony, and there are like these evil shapeshifter aliens on the spaceship and shit. So, you know, basically Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. You know what I'm saying? Die hard in space. I'm going to check it out. I like sci-fi shit. I want to see him kill some aliens. And I don't, other than the fifth element, I don't think I've ever seen him in an alien movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be interesting to see, you know, more seasoned. You know what I'm saying? Bruce Willis killing motherfuckers in space. You know what I'm saying? So, Breach, October 1st. Another movie coming to Prime Video. This is another VHS that I wore the fuck out. Me and my family watch this movie almost every weekend. It is the funniest shit ever. Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, John Voight, Anaconda. If you have not seen this movie, I recommend you check it out. It is the funniest shit ever. John Voight attempted, and I say that with confidence because... It was so horrible. Like, 
it's hard to take the movie serious because it's dated, but also because this white ass man, John Voight, attempted to play the role of a Cuban snake hunter. And he has this really weird accent throughout the whole movie. And he's like staring like a predator at like every fucking body, particularly the women. He's he's like, he's a Me Too perpetrated looking ass dude. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's like, I don't know. It, it might be dangerous. I'm like, what was that, bro? Like, are you doing a Scott Hall impersonation? Like, you watch Scarface too many times. Like, what what the fuck was that accent? Why didn't y'all just hire a Cuban actor? But whatever. It was the 90s. John Voight was, I guess, hot. I, I don't know. The next is The Thing also coming out to Prime Video. This is the 2011 remake, but the best one. Is the 1982 version. So watch that one. That's all I got to say about that. But you know. Shout out to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And Joel Edgerton. They did their thing. You know what I'm saying. Like the thing is a good movie. The remake is solid too. But the original. Mm, it's kind of hard man. They, they, they shouldn't have remade it. But it was cute. It was a nice attempt. Check it out. If you want a more updated version. Um, group of scientists in the Arctic discover an alien life form and it starts fucking shit up and they gotta try to kill it before it escapes. I mean, ain't nothing more to say about it than that. Now this next one, I think this is another original. It looks very interesting. Comes out October 8th, titled Madres. A Mexican-American couple are expecting their first baby. So they moved to like this big-ass farmhouse in California. I think the movie takes place in the 1970s or something like that. So she starts, the mom, the pregnant woman, start experiencing like hallucinations or visions or some shit like that. And apparently the place is cursed or they're cursed i don't know which is you know which one it is but motherfuckers cursed out here and you know you gotta help this pregnant woman and her husband on a big ass farm i doubt they got like a cool family just working the shit farms are big and creepy already and then you add a curse i don't know it looks good it gives me uh, mama vibes a little bit. Um, I mean, that's also on my list, but that's a little bit later. Also coming to Prime Video in October, Cowboys and Aliens. This movie was ahead of its time. You hear me? Daniel Craig, our recent 007, Harrison Ford, Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and the stunning Olivia Wilde. Need I say more? Cowboys and Aliens. No better thematic movie to watch during the Halloween season. It's good. It's Aliens meets 
Western. It's a good time. Popcorn fun. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is another movie coming to Prime Video. It's not. It's an honorable mention. Once again, it comes out November 5th. The Electrical Life of Louis of Louis Wayne. Awan. Um, it stars Benjamin Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, however you say it. He's like this English artist nobody really heard of until now. Who rose to prominence in, at the uh, end of the 19th century for cat paintings. Now, normally, I wouldn't watch something like this. But I like the actor. And I like that he's always in independent small projects like this. I'm a big supporter of indie films. B-rated films, C-rated films, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just something about those smaller budget movies. They're, they're like the underdog, you know what I'm saying? Now, I've been considered an underdog at certain points in my life, and even now still. So, I like to watch little weird movies like this. You know, an artist nobody really knew about or talked about until now in 2021. Dude that painted cats and got famous. That's fucking crazy. So, I'll be checking that out. I think it's also going to be in theaters. So, it might be in theaters um, in October. But then it'll be on Prime in November. So, yeah, check that out if you're a fan of Doctor Strange, Benjamin Cumberbatch. You know what I'm saying? The man is putting in work out here. One of my favorite actors. So check it out. Tell me what you think. Share your thoughts with me on Facebook at The Cinematic Witness. I will be reviewing this movie at thestorymonster.com. Moving on. Now this app has seen so many iterations. Um, I think Warner Brothers dropped the ball with the launch of this service. Um, I had problems with it before it was even called HBO Max. Um, when it was just HBO and I'm watching Game of Thrones, the shit would freeze, it would crash. Sometimes I couldn't pause it. I couldn't get rid of the fucking uh, menu screen with the pause skip feature and shit just on the screen the whole time. It was a lot, but I stuck with it because I liked Game of Thrones at the time, and I like HBO properties. I grew up on Warner Brothers, so I guess you can say I'm a loyal supporter. Now, let me be clear. I'm not sponsored by none of these motherfuckers. Ain't nobody sending me a check, but feel free to reach out and send me a check. TV Jeremy at thestorymonster.com. I would love to be sponsored by any of these streaming services. Back to our regularly scheduled program. So HBO Max, they got a lot of shit coming out. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of old shit. Nothing really too new. One of the main things I'm looking forward to in October is Insecure Season 5. Issa Rae. One of the most talented writers, producers, you know what I'm saying, that we have been able to see in our generation. She out here putting in work and putting on other people too. Uh, I'm not going to lie, 
last season of Insecure was a little weak to me. Um, I recall the, the first two seasons leaving me in utter suspense. Like, I'm almost fiending and shit. Like, you got some more of them Insecure episodes. You know, I just, I just want to see how it ends at this point. Um, I don't know if this is the final season. I hope it is. Unless they found some new writers and, or added some new blood, new characters. I don't know. Insecure just don't, it lost a little bit of its steam. You know what I mean? Hopefully it can make a comeback. And if this is the last season, it goes out swinging. You know what I mean? Put it all out there. Maybe have one of the main characters die. I don't know. Um, more movies come to HBO Max in October. Um, I grew up on these movies. Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. The trilogy. It's coming to HBO Max. It's probably already this theme song will be a part of my life until the end of days. Like, I feel like anybody, even if you ain't seen these movies, you probably know that theme song. That dun 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 Like, it's like a Street Fighter theme song or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It would fit perfectly in Street Fighter. Like, the old school 2D. I think of Street Fighter when I hear that fucking song, you know, other than the Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. Um, also from the 80s, Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Um, I haven't seen the third Bill and Ted movie, but I love these movies. It made Keanu Reeves famous. Nobody knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, except a few older people, but I'm young. You know what I'm saying? Bill and Ted were like, they were like the old school version of Harold and Kumar, um, mall, mall rats, and those type of guys. You know what I'm saying? Pineapple Express. They were kind of like the precursor to those types of, you know, hippie, smoker, stoner type characters like I don't know Bill and Ted just have a unique place in my childhood it was weird it was campy and it was just like it was more like a more adult Nickelodeon type shit you know what I'm saying I love Bill and Ted Bill and Ted's excellent adventure Bill and Ted's bogus journey two great movies they're comedies don't take them seriously don't judge them too harshly they may not have aged well, but I think if you're 25 or older, you can probably appreciate these films, you know, for what they are. I can't wait to check them out, and then I'll check out the third one, probably on Prime Video, make me pay for it, whatever. Hopefully, it's not more than $4, or I'm not watching that shit. If it's free, it's even better. Um, another movie... Coming to HBO Max. Um, probably already on there as well. Mama. Came out in 2013. Now. This is one of the most underrated horror movies of its decade. It's a must see. Um, these two little girls. Um, they're being haunted. By like this supernatural spirit. 
and you don't know if it's trying to kill them or not, it's it's just really fucking with folks, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking with the uh, uncle that took him in, you know what I'm saying? I think it's the uncle, I don't know. But there's a couple that took in these two girls after some happened to their parents. And yeah, it's it's so fucking scary. It's more of an atmospheric scary, kind of like heredity. It's not like on your nose horror. It's more of like a suspense thriller, if you will. More suspense. Um, also on HBO Max. Don't judge me. I've never seen these movies. Kill Bill 1 and 2. I saw the costumes, the yellow jumpsuits. I've seen the parodies. I've seen the references in TV shows and pop culture. But I don't get them. I know all the people in these fucking movies. I mean, they've been out for a while. But I just haven't gotten around to seeing Kill Bill 1 and 2. But I definitely will be checking them out in October to see what all the hype was about. Because when these movies came out, I was young and I also wasn't in the best financial situation. Nor do I think I was old enough to actually see these movies. And I heard they're pretty lengthy, so I'm going to take my time. You know, I'm not one of those people who like to like jump on the bandwagon where certain things are like the rave and everybody's talking about it. Not for everything. It's, it's certain things. I'm like Black Panther. Like, you know, you want to be a part of that conversation. And I was um, many times. I saw that shit like three times in the movies. <laughs> but yeah, when Kill Bill 1 and 2 came out and everybody's talking about it, I was just like, yeah. I'll pass. Um, like I said, I was young. Now, I did see the Stephen King adaptation when I was young, and I wasn't supposed to. Um, I think I watched it with a family member. One of the older family members was watching it. They couldn't keep me out the room. So they were like, you know what? Come sit down. Watch this movie. Be quiet. Don't ask any questions. Movie fucked my head up. It's called Misery. came out in 1990. It's on Prime Video and it's on Hulu. But if you got HBO Max, it's free. If you got the other ones, I guess it's free too. I don't know. But Misery? Oh my God. Kathy Bates. Fucking legend. Yo, like, I'm scared to be an author because of that one. I hope nobody ever come after me like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you ain't seen that, check out Misery. It will definitely give you Halloween vibes. You know what I mean? I don't even think you can really dress up like her and people know who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? But she's definitely somebody who is a horror icon in my eyes. You know what I mean? One of the few, like, female antagonists in the genre as well. Um, now, these next two movies, I want to see them. I want to watch them simply because I haven't yet. I heard that they suck. But I'm going to watch it anyway, just to uh, confirm, you know, to see if, see if I like them. You know, film is subjective. Um, Poultry Guys 2 and 3. Man, most people know Poultry Guys for the TV with the white noise, little girl gets snatched up. You know, it's like, uh, it's a Poultry Guys, you know, multiple souls and ghosts. 
haunting the place or person, not just one. So I'm going to check out two and three. You're into ghosts and paranormal hauntings and all of that shit. I think Poltergeist 2 and 3, even if they suck, I'm going to check them out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be watching sci-fi channel movies, so I've seen all the Sharknado, so the bar is pretty low for me when it comes to what I'm willing to watch. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean I will revere it and be like, oh my god, Poltergeist 2 and 3. You know, I know I've heard from people whose opinion I hold in high regard that these movies aren't great. But just, the, you know, I'm a completionist. I've seen the first one. I got to see the other two. You know what I mean? Now, one of the movies you definitely got to check out. If you don't watch anything on this list, if you just think, hey, I'm not signing up for HBO Max, not even a free trial, blah, blah, blah. It's also, on, you know, on demand for purchase or rent. Um, the Invisible Man 2020. I think this was the first movie available for purchase on demand at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I can recall like it being a big deal. Everybody was talking about it like, oh, this movie's in theaters, but it's also on, H you know, you know, you can purchase it. And a lot of people, you know, like this is new, like. Will more movies in theaters right now be available for purchase? And it was kind of like a big discussion. The movie left me on the edge of my seat. Or couch. You know what I'm saying? I have to say it borrowed a little heavily from Hollow Man. Which is inspired by the original Visible Man starring Kevin Bacon. Um, not Invisible Man, but Hollow Man. To some degree. You'll get what I mean. Watch Hollow Man. Then watch The Invisible Man 2020 and compare the two. It's really good. Invisible Man, like, this shit is dope. Especially the way they modernized it. Definitely a watch. You know, you want to watch that. Keep, you know, this ain't, just pay attention to it. This ain't no walk out the room, get something to eat and drink. If you're going to do that shit, pause the movie. This shit is really good. Share your thoughts. On the Invisible Man 2020 on Facebook at the Cinematic Witness. I want to know what people think. I really like the movie. You can also find my review on thestorymonster.com. Now, we're almost at the end of the HBO Max list. You can't celebrate the Halloween season without zombies. And one of the movies I feel pushed the zombie genre forward in a new direction. It doesn't get enough credit. Warm Bodies 2013. Now, full disclosure, my brother introduced me to this film because I saw the trailer. I just overlooked it. I was just like, trash, I'm not watching it. I'm so happy I was wrong and I gave this a chance because it's very good. It's the first time I saw like a hierarchy of zombies. And it's it's kind of like an action horror comedy with romance. It's a good movie. 
Warm Bodies 2013. You know, it's one of the more lighthearted movies. You know, you kind of need to give yourself a break. You know, if you if you watching super dark, murderous killer movies for 31 days straight, you might need therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it will do some shit to your body. And I know from speaking from experience, like, you gotta lighten the mood up a little bit. Throw some hocus pocus in there. You know what I mean? Like, don't look under the bed. You gotta put some lighthearted shit in there. You can't just watch all um, NC-17 TV mature rated R. Well, you can, but, you know, this is one of those nice kind of feel good Netflix and chill type movies. You know what I mean? Like, give yourself a break. Entertain yourself. Have a few laughs. But yeah, it's a zombie movie nonetheless, and I think it's an underrated zombie movie. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know your thoughts. Now, if you've been alive in the last 10 years, you may be familiar with the clown phenomenon that happened a few years back where these creepy-ass dudes were dressed up like clowns and trying to lure children into the woods with candy money and other things they were trying to kidnap kids and do god knows what else till people start showing up with guns like back the fuck up stop talking to my children stop popping up in my backyard stop following me clowns just got a real bad rap you know ever since the original stephen king's it and it chapter two didn't make things no better and I think that's, I think that's one of the causes. Like, it happened around 2019, if I'm not mistaken, when this movie came out, or even before then, you know. But yeah, everyone in a mama has seen these movies by now. And if you haven't, I envy you because you get to experience it for the first time. You get to watch it one and it chapter two back to back, both of them on HBO Max. People are still dressing up and referencing Pennywise throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? Like, particularly like the new Pennywise. So, you know, there's like pop culture references and parodies and yeah, it's, he's an icon. You know what I'm saying? So, Hit Chapter 2, definitely a, a watch for Halloween season. You know, you have an alien interdimensional being feasting and feeding on the fears of children in their flesh doesn't get any more horrifying than that and when you see it chapter two we got another honorable mention doesn't fit in with the theme but it's something i think needs to be on people's radar if it isn't already Season 3 premiere of Succession. Um, it's a great show. A great fucking show. You know, it's about powerful, rich white folks running um, TV networks and shit. Um, drama. Suspense, if you will. It's a good show. 
I'm on season one. I'm almost done. And I'll be starting season two. And hopefully by the time I finish that, most of season three will be available for me to watch. So Succession on HBO Max is really good. I like shows that delve into subjects and, you know, environments I'm not familiar with. I don't know what it's like to be filthy fucking rich and uh, own a television network or to have your family like cutting each other's throats to try to inherit, you know, this million dollar mogul business. You know what I'm saying? So it's an interesting watch. Very well written. And they got some serious talent in there. So Succession, definitely a must watch. Ah, I got to end this one on a downer. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That came out this year. You can skip this one if you like. I was not a big fan of it. Not at all. For more details, check out my review on thestorymonster.com. The reason I didn't like The Devil Made Me Do It, for one, it's a long-ass title. You could have just called it The Conjuring 3. And we would have figured it out. You didn't have to give us that long-ass subtitle. I feel sorry for the theater marquee people who had to put all that shit up there. Um, I guess they just put Devil Made Me. I, I don't know. But it was disappointing. In short... Nothing original, copy and paste from different movies. And I think that's why I was mad. I didn't like it. It was just copy and paste from existing horror franchises that were successful. You know what I'm saying? Same fucking um, plot points, jump scares, and stupid-ass married couple risking their lives to prove or disprove paranormal events. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, they might as well become Ghostbusters or I don't fucking know. Like, I was a fan of the first Conjuring. I I was really feeling Conjuring 2. I felt like they tried to do too much, but it was still good. You know what I'm saying? So that concludes everything coming to HBO Max for the month of October. Now, the next app. Everybody ain't got it, but I'm going to keep it real short. It ain't really much to talk about. they kind of been slipping on new content, and particularly a content for more mature audiences. But I know Disney Plus is family friendly. But in October, October 6th, they have Black Widow. Well, if you didn't see that shit in theaters, perfect time to watch it for free. I was waiting for it to come on there because I wasn't going to pay to see this shit. I heard bad things about it. Um... I didn't think it was worth going to see. We all know where she ended up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no secret. And they didn't really do much, you know, to like, I don't know, reintroduce the character or clone the character. Like, these aren't spoilers. This is just common knowledge. You know what I mean? But yeah, Black Widow, October 6th. Check that shit out. Now, I've been putting off Marvel's whatever. But they have a near season finale on the same day. Black Widow coming to 
Disney Plus. Um, I haven't been hearing people go crazy about it. There have been good episodes, bad episodes. I'm just going to review the whole season. That'll be a podcast episode. And I'll give my thoughts on the Marvel What If episodes and which ones I like the most. And I'll probably rank them, you know, from best to worst or worst to best, you know. Marvel's What If. What if they didn't make this fucking show and they just gave us another season of Mandalorian and didn't make us wait to December to see the book of Boba Fett. Um, now, this next movie is a remake. They better do this justice because the original was one of my favorites during the Halloween season. Under wraps. Um, these kids, they stumble upon a mummy, a corpse, basically, and they reanimate it. And it's kind of like their pet or best friend. And uh, they kind of got to, like, get him back into his resting place or whatever. Or he's going to turn to dust or some shit like that. Anyway, the family-friendly film, um, kind of macabre, you know, but I mean, I know it's Halloween, but it's just like, even for Disney, I'm surprised they remade this one first. This is a, a original Disney flick, came out in the 90s or early 2000s. But yeah, Under Wraps, I love the original. I think the original's on Disney+, Plus, so us big kids will always have that if this one ends up sucking or being woke or... Whatever the case may be. Now, for those who have Paramount Plus, this is for you. Short but sweet. Sweets for the sweets. October 1st. They dropping. Hella movies on Paramount Plus. They dropping like all the fucking... <laughs> Movies in these series, like all Indiana Jones movies. So you got your adventure, Squatch Buckler action movies. You know what I'm saying? You got Harrison Ford. You got the Species movies. Now, people who have alien sex fetishes, this is for y'all. You know, you got shapeshifting aliens. All they want to do is, you know, produce offspring. That's all they want. And kill a few people in the process. But yeah, species. It's like five of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, check those out. You might like those. Um, they got all the OG Star Trek movies. I have not seen Star Trek yet. But I will be starting my journey on Paramount Plus soon. And you can follow my journey as I give my opinions on the original Star Trek show. At thestorymonster.com And also... At the Story Monster Podcast. Also, coming to Paramount Plus, The Monster Squad. Dracula and all the Universal Monsters have showed up in the suburban town and they're trying to wreck it. Eat everybody. Take over. And you little boys who are horror movie fans must stop them. I don't know. What the hell they gonna do to stop them? But I'm assuming it's gonna be PG, you know, family friendly. There's no way you can defeat Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, 
creature from the Black Lagoon and the mummy, it's like the undead Avengers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm going to check that out because it's been on my list for a while. And it's within the Halloween season. Um, yeah. Coming October 10th to Paramount Plus. Evil Season 2 finale. Perfect. I just finished watching Season 1 for the second time. I will be doing a Season 1 review of that. Evil is one of my favorite shows. I've been watching it um, ever since my brother told me about it. You know, he be putting me up on new shows and shit all the time. Evil has um, Luke Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy. Michael Coulter, I believe it's his name. And he's like a priest in training. And the show is interesting because it has a supernatural element about it. But it's also mixed with fear mongering, modern technology, you know, all types of fucked up things that have happened in our culture from, I don't know, mass shootings and, you know, hacking and scammers. Like each episode is kind of like it challenges the viewer to figure out, is this a supernatural occurrence? Is this demon possession? Is this an actual, like, demon killing people? Or is this somebody who's mentally ill that is, like, pretending or imitating something they saw on TV or something? It's a thinker. You know what I'm saying? It's very entertaining. And, um, yeah, it's a good mix. You know, bait and switch. It's subvert expectations each episode. And um, they be dropping some little tidbits of knowledge in there. So check it out. Um, Evil. Um, I think it's NBC show. First season is on Netflix. But it's streaming on Paramount Plus as well. And you can check out season two right now. And then by then catch up, you can watch the season two finale coming October 10th. Now, the biggest thing coming to Paramount Plus October 29th. For all of those found footage fans out there who love the Blair Witch Project and paranormal activity, they have a new paranormal activity movie subtitled Next of Kin. Paranormal activity Next of Kin coming October 29th exclusively to Paramount Plus. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a theater theatrical release because COVID or maybe they're not confident it's going to make a lot of money but people who got Paramount Plus can see it for free and or people can sign up for a trial or whatever and then delete the shit I don't know I don't really care for these movies um, I saw two of them they was a hype but you know maybe I missed that wave I just don't care for the found footage anymore. Unless it's done really well. Or it's a combination. Now, there's another app out there. I don't really use it a lot. Called Peacock. I know, terrible name. They got all the slashers on there. So if you're somebody who likes Michael Myers from Halloween. Freddy Krueger. 
um, Jason from Friday the 13th, Chucky, Jigsaw from Saw Movies, all of that shit is going to be on Peacock. I don't know which version. I know it's like a commercial version and then it's like a premium version without the commercials. But yeah, you get all the horror slasher icons in one app. Now, they're also on other apps as well, like HBO Max, but not all of them. You know, they're all in one place. You can just binge them on Peacock or something. You know what I'm saying? And not have to pay for the individual sequels. So, yeah. Peacock got all the OGs on there. You feel me? Now, that concludes the streaming services. I will be releasing a bonus episode breaking down all the movies coming in theaters for October 2021. Thank you for listening. Once again, this is your host, The Cinematic Witness. At the Story Monster Podcast. Please like, subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And remember, there are tales to be told, and I will bear witness. Mm-hmm.